0: Hey y'all, 7 Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. Senior Bowl week is here, so get freaking hyped. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. the rightful heir to Lad People Stadium. And with me, as always, is AJ, Mayor of Mobile Marchese. We could do some damage down there, I think. I think so, too. Today, we'll be doing our Senior Bowl preview special. We're live. We're together in person for this because we don't fuck around with the fucking Senior Bowl. Holy cow. It's the greatest week of the year. It is, isn't it?
1: It's next week, but yeah.
0: Yeah. We're going to go through position by position and talk about all of the prospects at the Senior Bowl, uh, and we're going to do some fun superlatives.
1: To start. So, let's hit it. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving down to Nashville, maybe. Looking for a Ned or Bosa. Draft Matt Gay on the first day. Draft Matt Gay on the second day. Just get Matt Gay on your squad. Let's go seven rounds, let's go seven rounds together, let's go seven rounds forever, and that's a song. I'd like to take a
0: second to tell you all about our new friends from TixBlitz, the official ticket provider of the Armchair Media Network. Unlike other ticketing providers that sneak in extra fees and unexplained service charges, Tix Blitz. the price you see is the price you pay. Unnecessary fees shouldn't prevent you from seeing the sporting event, concert, or Broadway show of your choosing. Go to TixBlitz.com and enter promo code armchair at checkout and receive 5% off your ticket total purchase. That's T-I-X-B-L-I-T-Z.com. Promo code armchair. TixBlitz.com. Guaranteed seats, guaranteed emotions Welcome to Senior Bowl week, folks Mobile, Alabama is the place to be We are not there (laughs) We are in AJ's apartment But NYC, baby We are very excited to break down the Senior Bowl Uh, It's honestly my favorite week of the year Nothing beats it Next year we will be in Mobile, Alabama drinking watered-down American beer. Shots fired. <sighs> I gotta take them while I can.
1: I'm not leaving the bar if you go there, though. You know that, right? And why would you? What's, what's the bar's name? I forget. <laughs> but they all go there. And it's like a sports-themed bar. Goals. It's called, like, the draft room. I don't remember.
0: It just makes shit up. <laughs> uh, anyway, before we break down uh, position by position, offense, defense, and whatnot, we're gonna do some senior bowl superlatives because this podcast... Is Generally, we just do superlatives. It's that's super, the, yeah. That's what you are trying to say. It's fantastic. Um, so let's dive right into it with the big question. And it's definitely not as great an answer as last year. No, no, it's not.
1: It was tough for me.
0: Last year, The we're starting with the players or player we're most excited to see in Mobile. Last year, was Baker Mayfield. Yeah, it was yeah, easy. Nah, yeah. Last year, I was looking through the notes. It, a lot. It, it felt easier last year because yeah. the quarterbacks. Um, but AJ, who are you most excited to see at the Senior Bowl? I have a so. bad
1: pick. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: um, then uh, why are you excited? I don't know. Uh, Is it Clayton Thorson? Because he dropped ca- out. Oh my
1: god. Uh, I'm, no, I'm not even watching the Senior Bowl now. I did stick with the quarterback position. Though. Oh. Okay. I went with Tyree Jackson. Okay, I thought you were gonna like say Trace McSorley because I want to see how bad he is. No, I just <laughs> a, uh, I want. To, there's no one on on the like. Okay, we've said this before. We love watching the offensive line and the defensive line groups. There's no one that like. There's no one on one matchup. We'll get there in a second. That really really blows me away. I am going to mention a guy for a defensive line that I'm really excited about though, but he's a little more low key, and I think you could probably know who he is. I want Tyree Jackson just because we really get to see him on Corkett. See how much he. I don't know. I really want to see if he can clean up any of his shit. See
0: how far behind he is compared to
1: Daniel Jones,
0: Drew Locke, and whatnot. Uh,
1: yeah, Drew Locke's probably in here too, and see where he is. Like, I think I think the, the trio of Locke, Jones, and Jackson are the ones I want to watch.
0: I think they they can do the most for themselves.
1: Yeah. I, Stock wise, well, uh, we talked about it in our quarterback rankings. Jones, I want to see him like make those downfield throws and. Tyree's just be fun to see how far you can really sling it, like Josh Allen last year. Like, we knew Josh Allen wasn't very good, but it was fun to watch him. Oh, yeah. And Drew Locke, I want to see how much uh, progress he made with his feet and his lower yeah, body. Yeah, his
0: lower body mechanics. That'll yeah. be interesting. Um, a lot of my the guys I'm most excited for are, in general, defensive players. I, I, I wrote down three guys, three of my favorite prospects to watch these last couple of weeks. Um... Number one's probably Texas defensive lineman Charles Aminiu. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to say his last name. Aminu. Aminu. Um, mainly because he he is kind of a tweener.
1: So what, what's he like? Six, five
0: two seven two eighty. Really? Um, Holy shit! Uh, and and, and uh, so that's
1: gonna be an interesting weigh-in for sure.
0: Or sorry, the Senior Bulls got him at six six two seventy five now, mm-hmm. and, and he played both on the like edge as a true edge as a five tech and as a three tech and I'm kind of excited he's listed as a defensive end for the senior bowl I'm excited to see where he mainly plays and and what he can do because he does have uh, I like what I've seen on on Twitter that the baby DeForest Buckner and DeForest Buckner is one of my favorite players to watch and he's got some of that and I'm excited to just kind of see how how strong and athletic he is compared to these other top prospects Um, and to just kind of find out what what position he should be playing. Because I've gone back and forth whether I think he should kick inside mm-hmm. or be an edge. And it'll be... Especially with his... Like, how big he actually is. That'll yeah. be interesting.
1: Amenu, o- I know there's been a little bit of, like... This is the guy that could sneak into the first round. And uh a big week in Mobile could really get him there. But, like, it's... We've talked about it before. The defensive line group is just so fucking deep.
0: Yeah, it really is. And... and um Again, I don't. He he's such a stuck in between being a true edge and being it's like because he's big. He's either a big edge or he's an undersized interior defensive lineman, and like he's not the type of dude you would like look at as a true five tech. Mm-hmm. Just because uh, I, I think that'd be a waste of his skill set. Um, also, I, ha- I have written down uh, Jermaine Pratt, the NC State linebacker who I think can compete to be the second linebacker
1: taken after Mac Wilson. Um, it's it, with those fourth, four guys in the linebacker group, not at the senior bowl, but just in general, it's going to be interesting to see where they all kind of fall. Cuz uh, uh,
0: Mac, Devin White, uh, Devin Bush, and Pratt. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: Cuz we've all we've seen them all mocked in the first round. Like Mac seems like the lock. Devin Devin White's kind of a wild guy right now to be honest. Some people absolutely love him. Some people. I like think
0: him. he'll go in the first round, but he could go anywhere from like 10 to the last pick of the first round. I, yeah,
1: for sure. And we've seen Bush sneaking to the end, and Pratt's getting the hype. So, yeah, that's going to be a big week for Yeah, I, I think
0: that. those are like the consensus top four linebackers. And then yeah. after that, there's a, a handful of guys you're looking at. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, because Pratt's a former safety, 6'3, like 235. I want to see how fluid he is in coverage um, and just see if he like. Kind of takes advantage of being in a leadership role because he's the best linebacker there, uh, without a doubt. Uh, and my, the other guy I'm most excited to see, Maryland safety Darnell Savage, who's just one of my favorite players to watch. And I, I think he, he he's just a bullet coming down. Um, he's a savage. I, Yeah, basically. He's one of the most aggressive safeties in the class. And yeah. I think he can play a bit of nickel. And I'm excited to see how he holds up in coverage as well because I don't think he's the greatest athlete. He's more a technically skilled cover man. So it'll be interesting to see how he does against tight ends and running backs and whatnot. Um I don't think I'll be surprised uh with your next pick for uh our next super Bowl being non-FBS guy to watch. It's probably an easy pick. Here, it's right? I think there's really just one guy that we're looking at here.
1: Cause, yeah, the FCS class last year we it felt like we had a lot of FCS. Well, there's teams. so many
0: FB or FCS corners last year. Yeah.
1: A lot of them, and I mean, feel like half the corner group was FCS. Uh, but we're sticking in DBs here, and I think the easy choice in this year, Adderley, the safety from Delaware.
0: Yeah, because he, he's one of the guys who's who's an ascending prospect. He's he's been shooting up the board uh, as people dive into his um, yeah. tape. He's got the ability to play safety or corner. He's a freaking fluid athlete.
1: Hits hard. Yeah, he, he brings
0: it, and he's got crazy range. Um, and ball skills, for that matter. He, he makes some of the most incredible interceptions at nowhere So, Delaware.
1: of course, seeing him against a higher level of talent, always interesting.
0: Yeah, like he he's a guy who's getting some first-round hype as we... It uh, seems
1: like all the mocks I've seen recently have, have had him in the first round.
0: Is there anybody outside of... like Because he is the clear...
1: Yeah, I, I got another one. Yeah, who, who, who... Who's fun for me. It's Donald Parham, the tight end from Stetson. Just because I want to see what the hell he looks like.
0: Yeah, he's like listed at like six nine two thirty five or something ridiculous. <laughs>
1: he, he runs well, and he doesn't really have any tape, and he has weird highlights cut. Uh, I didn't hear much about him from the East West game though.
0: Yeah, me neither. Um, I'm just looking through the uh, at the other FCS options.
1: There's nothing. There's not too much. Honestly, the the,
0: the Western Illinois defensive tackle Kalen Saunders, he's getting some hype. Cause he's yeah. getting backflip on Twitter.
1: Yeah, I saw that <laughs> yesterday.
0: It's pretty impressive. Um, no, he's a guy who I liked when we did our FCS show in the mm-hmm. offseason. He's yeah. got he's got some quicks. Um, I'm kind of excited to see Titus Howard, the Alabama State right tackle, because he he's just he's a big guy. What do I? I've six six three ten. He, and he's a he moves really well. Um, he's kind of like the classic FCS tackle that gets to the Senior Bowl, where he's just this big athletic guy. And you kind of you're yeah.
1: Desmond Harrison last year I yeah. guess not that big But definitely athletic.
0: And then there's the Elon kid this year too
1: Who yeah Had a really impressive Shrine week apparently And uh, he's measured in What 6'6 six, 6'5 six, six, Yeah he's a big 50. Big boy Long arms Yeah so that He's definitely Really interesting Yeah and then There's uh, also B.J. Autry The Jacksonville
0: State Guard who's just A wide Motherfucker <laughs> Yeah Um Okay Now we're just going to go, because the best thing about Senior Bowl week is obviously the practices and the one-on-ones. Nothing beats one-on-ones. I would rather watch O-line, D-line drills than anything else. I could watch them for hours. Uh, So we're just going to go through the major one-on-ones and kind of pick who our favorite one-on-one battles are going to be. Who we think they'll be through the week. Uh, And we'll start with O-line, D-line, because nothing beats it. Who you got?
1: Uh, Okay, so there's a defensive lineman we did in the summer who we kind of both fell in love with, and he's maybe the most one the one I'm most excited to see in this drill. Like, there's a lot of fucking cool guys, though. On defense, I went with Ronel Ren, There's on the stage defensive boy. tackle. Didn't see too much from him this season. He looked good. He looked good. He's big. Uh, Bull rush and a half. And yeah. on the offensive side, I went with the two best, probably, guards at, on the... That's the North team, right? Yeah. I went with Dieter and Ben Chihuahua. Just oh whoa whoa
0: whoa! Ben is nowhere near as good as Chris Lindstrom.
1: You're right. I know. I just put the whiskey boys together.
0: Yeah. Um, Deeders a- D- Dieter's the, the biggest. He's yeah. like six five three thirty. And that's a
1: nice. That's a fun matchup. And instead,
0: Ren, far, Ren, like say. you said, is about the same size. Ren's a big boy, and Ren plays with incredible leverage. straight power and leverage. Yeah. His bull rush is maybe like his bu- bull rush might be one of the
1: one of the best in the class. Even, yeah. One of the best. Move, like that's like just, his go-to
0: move, and yeah. it like you'll. I, I was just hit his um, him against Michigan State the other day, and he just walked the center back into Lurie's lap. He does a lot, man. and he did, he did it against Washington in 2017. Yep. Yeah, no, that that's a that's definitely a fun one. Power versus power. I went with a power versus power matchup as well, but on, more on the outside with uh Kansas State tackle Dalton Reisner mm-hmm. against Boston College addresser Zach Allen. Who are both neither like Reisner might kick inside. It seems that way. I I I prefer him on the inside. Yeah. Um He's just got the guard build. Like he he he's the classic he's a really good tackle, but you kick him in the guard, and he could be a pro bowler.
1: Like Isaiah. Or, and he played
0: yeah. And he played center at uh, Kansas State mm-hmm. as well. Uh and Zach, Zach Allen's six five, two eighty five. Like he's kinda kind of a is he a... Base edge? Is he a five tech? He's like kind of a tweener um, mm-hmm. type and w- wins with power. And I just think those two slugging it out will be a whole lot of fun. Both are very powerful players. Both um, Zach Allen has a nasty bull rush and uh, plays with great leverage and has really violent hands. Dalton Reisner's got incredible balance
1: uh, for a tackle. Honestly, my part about the O line D line drill is that. Is the guys that emerged that we that weren't really, really on the radar, you know what I mean? And there's always a couple of those dudes. Like, uh, there's a who a nice, what a nice, uh, senior bowl. Like, Last um, year? Skyler Phillips had an okay... You know what I mean? had a mistake. Yeah, uh, like, you know I mean? He was okay. That, that came out of nowhere. I,
0: I'm just really excited because Ra- Reisner's got... I love when you get some straight power and power. Uh, although... It's sick when a guy just wins with pure speed or bend it's, and, and, and just eats a guy, but it's a lot easier in the w- drill. When, when you get like a Zach Allen going, or a Ronell Run mm-hmm. going with a bull rush against he- hefty boys who've got big anchors like Reisner and uh, Dieter. Dieter, and yeah. seeing how that holds up, that's always a ton of fun. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, O-line, D-line's best drill. O-line, D-line's probably the marquee... Can we end the show, then? Yeah. <laughs> the, the next group, running back versus linebacker. The running back group is... Underwhelming, but we've also talked about it before. The running backs can kind of, they do the least for themselves at these type of games. There's, yeah, Like the best thing you're going to see out of them is can they catch the football and can they pass protect? There's not a whole lot of actual running back ability you're seeing in practice. Um, and so running back linebacker, who, who are you most excited to see in one-on-ones?
1: I can. Uh, I think I have one from each team if you if you want it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, go for but it. My, my first one, I'll, I'll go with the, uh, the South team. Right, yeah. Uh, one of my guys from the summer, I still love him, uh, Raquel Armstead, the running back from Temple. I think that his game has a potential to, um, like his catching ability, I think he can really improve on that. So I really want to see him running routes and catching the football in Mobile. And he's the best running back on the South. I Yeah, the, self, the running back group is not that good. I, I like Bruce Anderson, but he's like a late day three guy. Yeah. Uh, Armstead, I think he could really have a big week in Mobile in general. And I want to see him catching the football. Because I think he can really uh, show that off. I, I liked what I saw at Temple from that. Mm-hmm. And on the linebacker side, uh, Terrell Hanks.
0: Yeah, because he, he's... He's the kind of more of the unknown
1: and he covered the slot a lot at New Mexico State. He he, play, he, he was used like Fred Warner was used at BYU. Yes, though look, I like Terry. A little Hanks like, a lot. if I can say this, a little less overhangy, a little more like as a pure yeah, slot. Yeah. yeah. Nicole, he, I should say and, and he
0: he's um super athletic. Yes. He's he's built the same way as Pratt, 6'3, 235. And like he He's got my interest because he's so athletic. So that that's, I, I don't, don't want to
1: steal I hope this isn't yours. But on the, on the other side, I like Pollard and Pratt.
0: That's my pick. Okay.
1: I, that felt like that, that's that got to be right just because of what it is. I had a feeling that's going to be yours. But, yeah, that's so much fun Ar- too.
0: Armstead hangs a good one too. But, uh, yeah, because Tony Pollard laid ad ad uh, mm-hmm. to the running back group, which is important. Armstead
1: and Pollard are like two of my just favorite players. players. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so Paul, Pollard played this running back receiver hybrid rule at kick Memphis. Return. We talked about yeah, it. Yeah, he's also an elite kick returner,
1: Tied for bets all time.
0: And I wasn't—I was asking AJ yeah. off pod like last week. What, what are you gonna evaluate him as, running back or receiver? Because I have him down as a receiver. He's at the Senior Bowl as a running back, which is kind of like when Jalen Samuels was there as a running back, and everyone was like, "Why is he there as a running back?" Because like, what is he? Cause and he he played, he's just like, been a running back yeah. in Pittsburgh.
1: And then they hired their yeah. his co- old coach, yeah. Um, so, Which is, that's actually really interesting.
0: Yeah. And Anyways. so I'm, I'm very excited to see how Pollard does in this running back role. Because th- the best thing he, he's going to add is his ability probably as a pass catcher out of the backfield. And then Jermaine Pratt, like I said, former safety, 6'3", 235, really good smooth mover, um... Yeah, and if he can hold up against a guy like Pollard in coverage, big, that's yeah. going to help him a lot. And he's a guy who could I, be in the first round. That's
1: probably the marquee one because like it's so it's going to be really interesting to see if Pollard is a running back or a wide receiver. How mm-hmm. well he runs his routes, how well he catches the ball. And for Pratt, if he can really shut down clearly the best receiving back, if you want to call him a running back there, mm-hmm. that's going to help his stock. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's definitely maybe the marquee matchup. Uh, definitely a pain in that thing. group. Yeah. In that, uh, yeah, for running backs and linebackers for sure.
0: Uh, after O-line D-line I think the best is receiver corner it's definitely like I don't think because any- then you get the quarterbacks throwing the ball yeah it's, yeah it's a little bit of everything so diving into receiver corner we got a pretty freaking good receiver group um, mm-hmm. overall got a lot of different types of skills slot guys outside deep yeah. threats, like just true uh, potential uh, true like wide receiver twos um, and the corner group's really good too a uh, lot of length yes um, what re- receiver-corner matchup are you most looking forward to?
1: I ended up going with the South team. I ended up going with a receiver that had a lot of uh, poten- first-round potential coming into the year. Didn't have that big of a year. I'm talking about Debo Samuel. Yeah, because he, he
0: was he was uh, coming off the injury, and it kind of looked like it took some time for him to get back to where he was.
1: Yeah, so I think he he could potentially have a big week in, uh, at Lab Peebles. Uh uh, he might be the, the receiver in general I'm most excited to see. Isabella is really exciting too. But that's a... I think that... yeah, Jacoby Myers. I, I, like I love him. Jacoby Myers. Yeah, He's just yeah. so
0: very solid. Yeah.
1: Anyways, uh, with Debo, I'm matching up with against Rocky Sin, who's probably the corner I am most excited for in general. I think he can do the most for himself in Mobile. We'll, we'll see. Maybe you hear his name later. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think that's a fun matchup. Uh, Rock... He's listed like six two, six one. Debo's six foot. That's a nice body on body matchup. Uh, they're bo- they're both like Rock's such a baller too. Like you know he's gonna be balls to the wall every every. Uh, they're there. they're
0: both like hard nosed the players. Dudes, yeah. and they're both like kind of th- I don't want to say thick because Rock's not thick, but Rock's jacked up. Yeah, for a, like a, a thinner. And like Debo, Debo, Debo is legitimate at least a thick yeah. slot. Yeah. So no, that's definitely a very cool matchup. Um, I think I won't, I think that's the best one you can do with the South. I think I want the best one you can do in the North. Um, I went with Andy Isabella, the UMass receiver, against uh, Amani Aruwari, the <laughs> Penn State corner. Yeah. Because Isabella is like, he's going to be touted as this slot guy because he's somewhat under, like, he's 5'10, 195, um, and he's white. But he's not just your classic slot. He's a blazer. He that's is very fast.
1: Him against the, the taller, longer Aruwari uh, Uru, and Chris Boyd. If Isabella can, you know, dominate those two, obviously, um, power five big-named corners... Yeah, if if,
0: if Isabella's beating those guys off the line and press and and getting vertical, that's going to be crazy for his stock.
1: Which, I mean, yeah, obviously the press is big, but you expect him to kind of win that matchup. It's not a great matchup for either of those two corners and Oriwari. I think
0: is like Oriwari, I think, is very twitchy.
1: Yeah, Boyd is... I like Chris Boyd.
0: I like Chris Boyd, too. He's physical and... So, I, I definitely Stronghood. agree because
1: if, if uh, Amani or uh, Boyd can dominate that matchup, that's. Uh,
0: and, and the other way is if Isabella's showing off that speed that we know he has and if he's acing them in routes. Oh, yeah. Like, I think really with Isabella versus Amani, the most interesting thing will be not can Isabella get vertical and get off the line and get vertical, it'll be uh, can he beat him on. like. On the shorter underneath routes,
1: you'd expect him
0: I mean, to. But Amani's so twitchy. One of the best things about him and the length is, is, is him coming down on the shorter route. So mm-hmm. that that'll be really interesting. And again, yeah, he he's a bigger guy. He's like six one two ten. Um, no, that's that's I'm very excited for. Uh, finally, in the one on ones, tight end versus safety. Not a great tight end group. A lot of sleeper types at tight end. You yeah. already m- mentioned Donald Parham. Um, I think there's two other Parham and the three tight ends I'm most excited for are all the smaller school guys because the, the other three, like the Power Five, the three tight ends from the Power Five, Sample, Sweeney, and Morrow are They're all just, just blockers. Yeah. But the other three have a lot more upside. So uh, and the safety group's pretty strong.
1: It's not bad. It, it, it's looking a lot better today than it did, uh, you know, a month ago. Yeah. Um, I have two. Uh, first off, Parham and Adderley gonna be fun. Because the two smaller school guys, and Parham's so freaking big, it's big. I just want to, yeah, he's gonna be fun to watch. Uh, another one, uh, I think on the other side, right? Uh, Dax Raymond against Juan Thornhill. That's the one I have down. Yeah,
0: I'm most the tight end. I am most excited to see is Dax Raymond, the Utah State tight end.
1: I agree, and I think Juan Thornhill can help himself a lot in Mobile.
0: And I'm a big Juan Thornhill fan. Thorn- Thornhill a good, is a good smooth. ball he Reminds me of John Johnson when he's coming into Boston College and he went to the to the Senior Bowl and he was the safety corner. John tweener. Johnson had a really
1: good Senior Bowl week. That yeah, wasn't that hyped. Yeah,
0: yeah, because he was so fluid. It yeah. was like he wasn't making massive plays. He was just doing everything well, and he looked so fluid. Kind of like Thorn- Obie's
1: Senior Bowl week. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think Thornhill has the same type of ability to be this. Fluid because he's a corner convert. I like one. He's Long, me yeah. too. He's very fluid. Uh, and then with Dax Raymond, Dax Raymond is, this, I think, the best tight end in Mo- Mobile. Um, I like him more than San Jose State's tight end Josh Oliver. Um,
1: they he did a little bit of everything. A lot, a lot of lining up in the slot. A lot of inline. He,
0: he's 6'4", 250. He's a very aggressive blocker. Yeah. Uh, he's he, he ate up seam routes. Um, and like you said, he he moved around everywhere. Uh, I just think there's more, he, a more vast skill set with him over Josh Oliver who's also a big and athletic dude but not the blocker that Raymond is and then yeah the I think I think Raymond versus Thornhill is going to be really cool um, but there is a lot of safeties there and we'll get to that uh, alright that's it for the one-on-ones who do you think has the most to prove on offense at the senior world I end up going with Drew Locke that's, no I have him yeah, I've, I have Daniel Jones slash Drew Locke right yeah.
1: now uh, Jones, I want to see. We talked about this already. With Jones. I want to see the deep ball because he, he didn't get to see it too too much at Duke. Uh, a lot of that offense was screens and short passes, and Jones is really good at that. But yeah, uh, and with Drew Locke, it's the mechanical stuff because you know he's been working the last it, month yeah. with the quarterback. I don't know who it is, but with the QB coach, and they're focusing on that. He's he's with uh,
0: Jordan, or, yeah, Jordan Palmer. Palmer, I think. I think Jordan Palmer is Drew Locke, Jared Stidham,
1: and someone else. I forget who. Locke's clearly mo- the most interesting of those two, but I yeah I want to see if he can really uh, fix his lower body issues, and obviously just uh, the cannon of the arm you're going to get to see that and yeah I also low key um, his interviews I think are going to be big because if he starts wowing some GMs <coughs> John Elway uh, you can see him get trapped in the first round yeah. excuse me
0: <clears throat> definitely he oh, the most approved because he's going to be the QB with the most hype. Even if, like Daniel Jones, obviously has some hype too, but Drew Locke is much more hype than him. I would mm-hmm. say he's got the arm; he can show that off. He, like you said, improving the lower body mechanics. He struggles with accuracy, so seeing how how he does in this situation, timing with new receivers, and then for Daniel Jones, yeah. it's seeing how how strong is that arm because there are questions about that arm, um, and also seeing. Cause he he a lot of time when stuff breaks down he he he'd like make questionable decisions mm-hmm. under pressure taking a hit and he would force a throw and get picked things yeah. like that so seeing seeing how he does in a high pressure situation um so it's hard to choose against when the, when quarterbacks, there's quarterbacks like that. with hype yeah. who yeah. has the most proof uh most approved on defense in your opinion I kind of struggle with this one I got three guys
1: I end up going with the kind of classic. Small school edge rusher. I think I have him. that can kind of emerge. Uh, not not the big freak like we saw Marcus Davenport last year, but uh, still speedy dude. Mm-hmm. I went with O'Shane Simonyis. Yeah, that's one of my three guys from Old Dominion. Um, it's just kind of like the classic story, you know, <laughs> like the, the the low key um, small school guy and I want to see how athletic he is because he's not the big, biggest. He's like
0: six three two fifty. Yeah. He's not the biggest guy. I want to see how athletic he is in comparison to these other guys. But the one thing about him is he's got a big-time motor, and he's got very violent hands Mm -hmm. in multiple pass rush moves. So seeing how, like, that works against um, this tackle group. Yeah, you you throw in the Marshall
1: game. Even when he's not getting home, he's still tossing the right tackle. Mm -hmm. And then he had that awesome uh, pick. Like, seeing
0: him against a guy like Andre Dillard, who's... Starting to receive a lot of hype now. Yes, uh, the Washington State left tackle, who's a really good pass pro tackle and uh, really balancing in uh, balanced in pass pro. Um, seeing Zimny's versus that will be interesting. What's your other two dudes? Uh, I got Montez Sweat, the Mississippi State edge, because he's not really getting the hype. You
1: kind of died the, down a little bit. Yeah,
0: he's uh, he had like some top fifteen hype, and now I don't I don't even know he's like not even consistently in mock drafts like no, first rounds man. and stuff. And he's six six. He was, I thought, one of the best seniors I saw this year. Six um, six, like two forty. So he's real thin at that size. Like he looks like Jason Taylor esque. He, uh, which or like Arden Key last year when Arden Key was coming in, really tall and thin, mm-hmm. but super explosive. He's a huge name to have at the senior bowl, but not getting talked about that You're much. Right. I yeah. like him a lot. Like I, I think he's a first round pick. So seeing how he plays... Him and Ziminez are both on the South team. So seeing how he is against a guy like Dillard... uh, I wish they were going against Reisner or McGarry because they're both huge, strong guys. But um, I think he's got a lot to prove. And another big name who's not getting as much hype as he was is Gerald Willis, the Miami defensive tackle, Mm who is a super uh, explosive, penetrating, pass-rushing defensive tackle, but really struggles with... Like holding the point against the run has, has some questions about his strength. Also, he's got an off-field off-field stuff. So interviews are gonna be super important for him. Um, but seeing seeing how he holds up against the interior line uh, on the south, which is like pretty. It's a pretty good group. Jenkins from Mississippi State, Russ Peterbacker from Alabama, the Oklahoma boys. Like yeah, that's it's a true. powerful group. So seeing how they deal with a speed guy. Um, who lacks strength? Like Willis isn't gonna bull rush his way there, but he's got one of the best uh, arm over moves, so that'll be interesting. Uh, finally, for the Lives, who puts himself in the first round combo in Mobile, Alabama? We
1: just talked about him for me, Gerald Willis. Yeah, I I, I kind of struggle with this. So I think there's a lot of names out there that you're already seeing sneaking into the first round. I want with
0: two guys who you'll see. Is like, I have two more. I have oh, two okay.
1: more. But uh, when I when I really peruse the roster, I'm glad you brought him up already. I, I kind of landed on your list because, like you said, I think he can really shine in those one on one drafts. Well, it's weird. Both him and Sweat, rightfully so,
0: were hyped throughout the season, and then as as the seasons come to an end and we're getting closer and closer, to, yeah. uh, the, the 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 talk about them and you're seeing their names less,
1: especially because of the positions they play and how deep those positions are yeah. in the draft. Like like Josh Allen is kind of uh, his hype has only gone up, and he obviously dropped out of uh, Mobile. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like it, it feels like it feels like they kind of all dropped off, and like Willis, I want to say a drop, but like he's always been in that. What do you think? Like six range for defensive tackles?
0: Like six. Uh, your, yeah, where
1: do you, where do you have him ranked?
0: Uh, Quinnen, Ed Oliver, Jeffrey Simmons, uh, I, and then the 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 Wilkins then it's tight. Yeah, yeah, and then it's after like Willis Tillery.
1: There's a lot of... That's a lot of good fucking football players. I
0: mean, Bugs is there, too. And Bugs is right up there with, like, mm-hmm. Dexter Lawrence, in my opinion. Ronell Ren, Draymond Jones. It's a very... It's, so,
1: it's such a deep interior group. But uh, I think he's got a lot to, um, to prove there, like you said. And I think he can do it. Uh, you, you do yours, and I, I can throw two other names. Okay, here. so my two guys
0: are, are probably... Like, they're already getting... Vizier um, Adderley. Yeah, yeah. so they're already getting first-round hype. That's it's Nazir funny. Adderley, and I already talked about Charles Ami who yes. as well. Those yeah. are the two guys because they're starting to actually get first-round hype. And I think, like, Mobile's really the – like, is Nazir Adderley for real? Is he the second yep. best or even the best safety in the class because you're seeing some of that. Um, and he reminds me of Byron Jumpman Jones with the athleticism and the ability to play safety and corner. Um, so I think – he can prove he's a first-round pick this week. Mm-hmm. And then with Omni, who is finding out what position he plays, can he have that Marcus Davenport, not in the same way, like you said, he's not the same type of player,
1: but can he rise the same way and live up to it? See, like, yeah, because cause with Davenport, we had a lot of dudes just throwing him top 10, top 10, top 10, going into Mobile. But then they're like, oh, we got to see it, we got to see it. And we saw he wasn't that dominant in Mobile, but he was good. Yeah, he was. He he He, he, uh, he struggled, but then... Like, he didn't have that, I'm a top-ten player. Yeah, him. yeah. But he had that, I'm a first-round player because of my athleticism, and I'm good enough against the higher level of talent. Uh, can I throw him name? Yeah. How about Rakusin? I like that. Sneaking into the end of the first it's, round. It's
0: especially it's nice because you're going to get to see him measure it up against um, corners like Amani and Chris Boyd. Who, like, Chris Boyd's not going to be a first-round pick, but he's going to be a day-two pick. In uh, Amani, it could be, it could a, be a, a, a mid to late first round pick, yeah. and seeing how Rocky Sin looks in comparison to guys like that,
1: and we don't have uh, Greedy or Byron Murphy there, so Rocky yeah. kind of. And I, I think the, the corner class, I think, is still kind of wide open. Like lots of people, I don't. You know what I mean? It still feels kind of wide open. The whole the group is you, open. I,
0: I, yeah, like I, to to like Byron and Greedy are my like, one and two, to.
1: but you, Greedy it's he's, he's slipping a little bit yeah like ba- them, Byron Murphy's
0: way. in a class of his own but then like I I'm not surprised when people say they like Amani more than they like greedy and this week will be big for that mm-hmm. DeAndre Baker there's always gonna be the athleticism questions yeah but the you know but SPC like he's just and- so solid yeah uh and then like then there, there's just a bunch of like Trayvon and jo- Juwan Williams. Uh, Chris Chris Boyd, Mike, like Michael Jackson, David Long, Ron Love. There's like, a, yeah. yeah, Rocky Sins, and like, after the kind of top three-ish dudes, it's a, it's, it's or top a, four even. There's like the next wax. six guys or seven guys are all up for grabs. So yeah, I think
1: a big week can really uh, put him in that conversation.
0: Yeah, that the it's always great to see the smaller school guys or guys who are used weird in the situation where they're used yeah. right and or. Yeah, just playing up against other big competitions. Just like
1: another uh, Temple player, Son
0: Yeah, for real. Temple tough. That temple tough. Th- That's the best thing. the single digits. I was going through Temple tape. Uh, who was I watching? I was watching uh, Dogby, their defensive tackle. It's just like, he's wearing a single digit. So I know something's good here. <laughs> like, Rocky Sin's wearing a single digit. Raquel Armstead's wearing a single digit. Yeah. Delvin Randall's wearing a single digit. Ventel yeah. Bryant, like, And you just know, like... If they're not wearing a single digit, mid, there's something ain't right. <laughs> Every school should do that. Okay.
1: I want to see Armstead on defense. <laughs>
0: Honestly, Armstead would be a sick boxing That makes
1: me so happy that they play him on defense, though.
0: Uh, cla- like, uh, not even surprising. Just classic Temple. Yeah.
1: Okay. Diving
0: in. Just position by position now. Uh, starting with the offense. Uh, we'll just shoot the shit a little bit about these guys. Okay. Um so the quarterback group for the North is Daniel Jones, Drew Locke, Ryan Finley, Trace McSorley. And for the South, it's Will Greer, Tyree Jackson, Gardner, Minchin, Jared Stidham. I mean, we already talked about it. Daniel Jones and Drew Locke are the reasons you're going and watching these quarterbacks. It's a little
1: bit of a competition between them to see if they might be the second or third quarterback taken, right? Yeah,
0: because the the way the, like, it seems like Daniel Jones is the guy Draft Twitter's liking more, and Drew Locke's the guy the actual NFL's liking more. So kind of seeing... Them and they're different types of players. One's a big arm, um, may, maybe not super high football IQ guy, and the other guy's lacking some arm, but he's got a high football IQ. So seeing how they they compete, yeah. it's nice they're on the same team, so you can see them one after another Next, in yeah. practice. Just have aside with Finley, we're just gonna see how much arm does he have. I think he'll have a Nathan Peterman esque senior bowl where it's <laughs> that, that's he not that's himself. not even a knock. No, no, no. Like he's just gonna be like it's not gonna. Be like, wow, this guy's a mean. It's going to be like, no, that's a smart read. Good check down. There's not a lot physically there, but you could see him finding a role as an NFL backup. Yeah. Trace McSorley, I don't know. I, he should probably be in the safety group. That's what I have to say about that. The South is interesting because you talked about Tyree Jackson. He's got the crazy arm, but he's hella raw. Will Greer's the biggest name there. Yeah. Seeing if he can be more than a NFL backup. See if he's got the traits to be a starter. I don't think he does, but like... Can he be a Case Keenum type starter? And then M- Minshew, seeing if you can be it, an offense coordinator. Soon. Seeing if it was the system, like we saw with Luke Falk, it was the system at Washington State. I at the senior bowl, he was. I'm ter- gonna
1: keep ca- trying to push down the Gardner Minshew hype. You know I am.
0: But hey, you, you did that with Falk, you're right. I and mean,
1: I love Luke. Falk. Yeah, no, no, I know you. Do. Hey, and you love Gardner Minshew because you know he just wants to be a coach.
0: I do love that, but. Uh... Wait, just wait to, uh, Five he, years he, from now, he'll be listed on Mike Leach's uh, coaching tree. Probably. Um, he
1: really improved this year, though. That's for sure. And but yeah, definitely the the Seeing
0: system. Seeing if it was, I I'd like to see him outside of that system. See what that. Is. And I
1: think he can be a backup quarterback in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. And Stidham is.
1: Stidham's weird. His
0: arm is going to impress people. It's just seeing how... Like, he's going to be Tanner Lee. Remember how shitty Tanner Lee was? But, like, Tanner Lee's this physical specimen. <laughs> Stidham's
1: probably better than Tanner
0: Lee. But... yeah, no, he is. But it's, like, the same idea where... He I mean, got, Tanner Lee went in the fifth round. He got round. drafted
1: somehow. I don't know. That was... we f- right. be surprised. Tanner Lee seemed like the classic guy that you're going to pick up in UDFA and try to develop. I don't know why you're wasting the draft pick on that. Yeah.
0: Um, someone will draft Stidham, though.
1: Absolutely. And I think Stidham is worthy of a draft pick. Uh, I, I I didn't think Tanner Lee was no, unless you're like thought maybe tight end. Like, honestly, I'd fuck with it. Yo, Bortles and Tanner Lee at tight ends. Give me that. So
0: Dwayne Haskins and pop passing to the boys all day. <laughs> Danny Etling
1: got drafted last year. Yeah, so he, honestly, I don't know. Student's gonna get picked. No, no, he definitely will. Fifth I would, or sixth round, and yeah.
0: I'm ready for him to have like a semi impressive senior bowl and go in the fourth round.
1: He. Honestly. And I would
0: not touch that, but I... No, but I, 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 I could see... He's in neither of our top 10 QB rankings. Oh, Listen yeah. to the last episode of Houston. Oh, yeah, he wasn't in mine, Now yeah. He was, he was 11, my 11.
1: He was both our
0: 11s, yeah. Okay, running back talk. In the north, we've got Karan Higdon from Michigan, Dexter Williams from Notre Dame, Tony Pollard from Memphis, Alec Ingold from Wisconsin as the fullback, and in the south, Rick armstead from Temple, Bruce Anderson from North Dakota State, Wes Hills from Slippery Rock, and uh, Travon Wesco from West Virginia as the fullback.
1: Uh...
0: The best running back there is Karan Higdon. We haven't talked about him yet.
1: Yeah, and for sure. Um, just like we said, though, uh, Senior Bowl week doesn't lend to uh, big running back performances. Uh, Higdon? I think we know what Karan Higdon is.
0: He's a hard-running, undersized, but hard-running running back who's kind of, I think, has a nice role in the NFL. I, 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 I like him. Dexter Williams a little more interesting because of the he, upside. I see, with Dexter Williams, it's... He, I think he's very twitchy. He's like 5'11", 2'15". I think he's explosive and twitchy. Um, had a weird career at Notre Dame. It's a big week for a guy like this. Had him. a good year this year, though. Especially in interviews, it'll be big for him. Like, he, to me, could do more for his stock. Than any other running back there. Like not maybe not moving up the most, but being the highest when, other than Kron Higdon. Kron Higdon's the number one back there, and I don't have any questions about
1: that we talked about tony pollard yeah that's going to be really 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 seeing interesting to how
0: with. he's used will be interesting uh and then with the, with the south guys we talked about armstead i think bruce anderson showing what he can do in pass pro and pa- as a pass catcher would be really important for him and then Wes hills from slippery rock was a late ad he's 6-2 like 220, 220 230 220, think, yeah. yeah something like that 218 or something um so just kind of seeing how he steps up in the role yeah that'll be interesting uh okay wide receivers a lot of names here in the north we have andy isabella from umass jacoby myers from nc state emmanuel hall from missouri keelan doss from uc davis terry mclaurin from ohio state penny hart from georgia state alex wesley from northern colorado and in the south debo samuel from south carolina hunter Renfro from clemson Tyree Brady from Marshall, Anthony Johnson from Buffalo, David Sills from West Virginia, Jalen Smith from Louisville, and Travis Volkham from Old D. A lot of names.
1: Uh, We've talked about Isabella a lot. It's going to be a really fun week to watch him and see how he does. Who?
0: Okay. Yeah. Who are you most looking forward to seeing from the north outside of Isabella?
1: Uh, Jacoby Myers. Me too. He- I think he's the best player there. Emmanuel Hall's going to be interesting, too, though.
0: Yeah, because Emmanuel Hall's got that killer speed, and he was dealing with injuries late in the year.
1: I think Emmanuel Hall's a little under the radar right now. I think he's a good I think he's Halls starting him. to move up. I think he is. And I,
0: I think I was... Uh, I more like, more
1: people watch the Drew Lock tape. <laughs> like, I think he's
0: better than Jamon Moore, probably. Um, and yeah. Jamon Moore went in the fourth round of Missouri last year. I think he's a better... He's more dynamic. Yeah, he's more athletic. Um, less... Like... Wins better vertically, even though I like Jamal. And then the, the
1: small school guys, I don't know too much about them, so it's gonna be interesting.
0: Keelan Doss a good, go up and get it guy. McLaurin's, I don't,
1: really literally
0: know. there because he's the best special teams player I saw in Like he was Ohio State's like wide receiver two with Paris Campbell, wide receiver one, KJ Hill. Uh, Slot, yeah. yeah. And like McLaurin, literally, it was on every um, special teams, and he's the best punt cover guy I saw in college football. He's big and he's athletic, so I think. It's kind of like he's just gonna ace it as a special teams dude. Um, Penny Hart's an interesting one, undersized he's dude from Georgia love State. Him lately, yeah. yeah, like he's. I think he could be like the Richie James of this group. <laughs> um, and there's jumping back to Jacoby Myers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's a big slot guy, like six one, six two slot. Who he came up big. Like Kelvin Harmon was the dynamic guy, but Myers was the guy who pick up. I feel like I've said this sentence seventy times on this show. He'd pick up six yards when you have five on the third and five.
1: So like Demarcus Slodge at Ole Miss.
0: Yeah. Less, like, not the same player, but no, same idea. Like, that's yeah. how that's they looked at him in the clutch moment. Myers reminds me of Cooper Cup a little bit. So Really? Yeah. I think he can be, like, a third-round dude when it's all said and done. I like Myers. Me too. And then with the South, obviously we talked about Debo. He's, like, the dynamic slot. Some people say, like... Like Randall Cobb, Golden Tate type of receiver.
1: return ability.
0: Yeah, running back when he's got the ball in his hands. Mm. Hunter Renfro, the (laughs) old man of the group. I think he's just going to kill people like Ryan Switzer did. Yeah. Or how there's always a small white slot every year who just eats with route running. I think that's Hunter Renfro. Yeah, Renfro is going to be just his stop and start ability. It'll be interesting to see how high he plays himself up. You see some second round stuff with him, really. Yes, yes, yes. That surprises me. I think he could be a day two pick, not the second round, just because of this receiver class but for a team that a specific team called the New England Patriots. Um, <laughs> Hold on,
1: there's a guy in state there that's also mobile. Yeah, but
0: Isabel's too dynamic. This <laughs> might so be true. I, I think Renfro's a, a, a right Isabelle is like a legit I think Isabelle
1: might be is better than Hunter Renfro.
0: No, oh, no, I, I don't. I okay. uh, disagree at all. Um. Remfro, th- it'll be with the South. Remfro is the best route runner in the South. I think Jacoby Myers is the best route runner in the North. Um, in the South, Tyree Brady's gonna be interesting. That's one of my favorite players in the draft. Like he's a guy I would label as one of my guys, the Marshall receiver. Just big fifty fifty ball, dynamic. Um, he he made a lot of plays for Marshall. He he used to be at the U and he transferred to Marshall. Anthony Johnson, I think we're going to find out is he athletic enough to be a NFL, a true NFL yeah. contributor? Same with David Sills. Sills is
1: going to be interesting.
0: I see. I don't like David Sills that much. Like, I don't think his hands are, we've talked about that before. His hands are not that great. He's not a great route runner, but he's got this big catch radius. Yeah. And you see him, even though there will be someone like on him, his catch radius is how he makes plays downfield. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Smith's an interesting one because his production super dropped off without Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Um, but he's a big athletic dude, so seeing that. And then Falgum is one of the best blocking receivers in the class. Okay, uh, tight ends. In the north, Donald, Donald Parham from Stetson, Drew Sample from Washington, Tommy Sweeney from Boston College. In the south, Dax Raymond from Utah State, Josh Oliver from San Jose, San Jose State, Foster Morrow from LSU. We talked about Parham. He's the most interesting one in the north.
1: But Parham and Raymond are the two.
0: Overall, definitely. Yeah. In the north, like, I know it, like Drew Sample is going to be a tight end too who blocks well like he's going to be Matt Spath for 10 years
1: Matthew or Matt Tommy
0: Sweeney also going to be Tom, or Matt Spaeth for 10 years like those guys are going to make the league on their size and blocking ability I don't think they're really going to contribute much as pass catchers but Parham is 6'9 235 has looks like a a reindeer running down the field <laughs> and has this athleticism so seeing how he stacks up it's gonna be super interesting
1: I think it's more of an elk
0: but I couldn't think of any other animal <laughs> reindeer's on my mind and then the stuff Dax Raymond we talked about him Josh Oliver, 6'5 255 split uh, San Jose played him like not much in line a lot of H back stuff and lining up as a wide receiver he'd make big plays downfield so seeing how his athleticism stacks up against better competition And Foster Morrow's uh, like Sample and Sweeney just to block. It's kind of even though it's a shitty tight end senior tight end group. Yeah, like this is a good like I'm glad Raymond Oliver and Parham are there. Yeah, like I I didn't need to see C.J. Conrad anymore. Like guys like that who are also like and then having three guys who probably the three best senior blocking tight ends are there. So that's fine with me. And all the good tight ends are juniors anyway. And Raymond's actually a junior. Uh, offensive tackles The North Dalton Reisner From Kansas State Killed McGarry From Washington Max Sharping From Northern Illinois And Chuma Edoga From USC And then the South Andre Dillard From Washington State Titus Howard From Alabama State Dennis Daly From South Carolina Ole Udo From Elon It's a better Tackle group Than I Originally thought
1: Like it, Yeah There's some Interesting names um, Like
0: Reisner I still think Is an interior Offensive lineman but he can be This is a, a
1: big week for Verisner though, too.
0: Yeah, I think he'll be getting snaps at every position on the offensive line, and mm-hmm. they'll try and find out what he is. Mm-hmm. And I think he is a first-round potential offensive lineman. I think I have him more in like the early second round right now, but um, McGarry's a massive man who's just a powerful right tackle. Sharping's kind of the most interesting guy in the North, because uh, yeah. seeing how good he is against the higher-level competition, because yeah, exactly. he, he's got some Top 100 pick hype. And Udoga's a day three guy with athletic upside. And then in the South, Andre Dillard to me is like could Kajust light for this offensive tackle group. Like he's about the same size, coming from a similar system, um, really good balance in pass protection. You want to see what he can a little bit more what he can do in the run game, but like I think Dillard can be a starting left tackle in the NFL. I I don't think he's a first-round pick. I've seen that hype. I don't think that. I I don't think he's nearly as ready as Kajuce, because I would take Kajust in the first round. But I think Dillard's more of like a mid-second round, third-round dude who can eventually be your starting left tackle. And then we talked about Titus Howard's just the small school athletic guy. Dennis Dillard's an interesting dude who transferred from a small school to South Carolina. Kind of can play anywhere on the O-line except center. Um... (laughs) And, uh, and he's got some athleticism There's some talk about him And then your guys Only o- o- Udo He's, he's like probably the most
1: interesting Purely
0: In this, I, I'm kind of glad We got Udo and Howard and the Seth yeah. together like Just to see how They stack up Versus each other they Had
1: a good uh, Shrine week uh, Listed massive Yeah Like 6'5 three, yeah, three, like Whatever the hell it was Long arms uh, who, was, who was there last year? Brandon Parker helped himself yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Parker got in the third round, but that's Jon Gruden shit. <laughs> uh, but hey, keep an eye like that. Uh, Parker Parker was interesting last year. Kind of just enveloped dudes. Not that not the heaviest, but you know what I mean. Remember yeah, that? and he
0: looked even though he was eaten alive as a pass protector for the Raiders. He looked good in the run game at so times he this year. wasn't ready to start. No, no, he was put in a shitty situation, no fault of his own. Um, Interior group is better. Yeah, the the O line group as a whole is like. There's no. Freaks or
1: Flashy Yeah but there's a lot Of
0: just good football players Who I think could be Starters in the NFL Uh So the Interior line In the north Garrett Bradbury From NC State Michael Dieter From Wisconsin Chris Lindstrom From Boston College Bo Benchow From Wisconsin Eric McCoy From Texas A&M Nate Davis From Charlotte In the south Uggen Jenkins from Mississippi State, Ross Piersbacher from Alabama, Drew Samia from Oklahoma, Ben Powers from Oklahoma, Javon Patterson from Ole Miss, and BJ Autry from Jacksonville State.
1: Uh, Bradbury?
0: He's my favorite player in this group.
1: And maybe the one most to watch. He
0: he can get himself drafted the highest from...
1: Or make the biggest leap. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, like, Dieter and Lindstrom could easily get themselves in the first d- round. Yeah,
0: Dieter... D- Dieter and Lindström are gonna like they're kind of almost competing with each other because to be who can be that late first round pick yep. potentially, mm-hmm. um, and then with Bradbury is Bradbury's the best center in this draft in my opinion. I think yours. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's
1: not too strong of a center. And, and
0: he he he's not the biggest dude. He's like he's I think he'll come in around like 6'2", 295, but he moves really well in short areas. He's really smart. He understands angles when it comes to um, run blocking. Uh, he's got a solid anchor. He, I think, can lock himself into that second-round immediate starting center yeah. role mm-hmm. type of player. And like you said, Dieter and Lindstrom are just two maulers who could, are going to be competing to be first-round picks. Both ben Benchowel is weird because he had hype early. It died down. Is he a third-round pick? Is he a day-three pick? Yeah, I think we're going to find that I think that he's that trying out. to fight to be a third-round pick. Yeah, because he's massive, too. He's like 6'6", 320. Eric McCoy is kind of the, the sleeper
1: at center in this group. Late edition ish
0: Yeah, and, and there's some hype with him. I think he can be like a fourth-round guy potentially. Um, he's really good in the run game. He's got some uh, issues in pass protection. Um, Nate Davis from Charlotte's a uh, right tackle at Charlotte. Going to kick inside. Mean, good run blocker. Just a small school guy. You want to see how he holds up against legit interior pass rushers. And then the south... Alvin Jenkins, like Bradbury's the classic zone center. Jenkins is the power center. Yep. he's mean. He reminds mm-hmm. me of Andre Girard, the former Cowboy center. Um, it's way back. Yeah, mean run blocker. I, I really like his game. That's it's gonna be fun watching Bradbury in North practice, Jenkins in the South, and then yeah. Pierce Blocker's the the, <laughs> the, classic, like the classic Bama center. <laughs> center. He started for a long time. He's yeah. very solid in everything. Doesn't do anything yeah. fantastic. Can he be a starting center in the NFL or is he a long-term backup? Um, Samia's kind of the guy I think can do the most for himself in the South where he's this... Like, that OU line was just so good as a whole seeing these guys, yeah. him and Powers on their own, kind of it's these interesting, one-on-ones. interesting, yeah. yeah. Samia's a really mean run blocker. Powers is more, I think, technically sound but less overall skill. So seeing those guys then... Patterson, I think, so. it can be a long-term backup. Autry's just massive. I didn't like his tape all that much, but he's six like three fifty or something ridiculous.
1: Yeah, so, um, he's at
0: the Shrine week, right? Yes. Yeah. No, 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 was he? I don't know if he's at the Shrine week. He, uh, he was like a very early addition to the Senior Bowl list. Okay. Like he was maybe like he the f- maybe, maybe someone else. Uh, defense. Well, first NFL playoffs are here, and it's time to get in on the action with my bookie. Don't be that guy with no rooting interest as your relatives or friends. Sit around watching the games. Not this year, when the 53rd Super Bowl is around the corner. It really is the most wonderful time of the year. Make sure you're ready for the daily action by signing up at MyBookie today. They pay fast when you win. Ownership really cares about good customer service. And they offer the craziest props. Where you bet is is just as important as who you're betting on. If you want to make money during Super Bowl season, you got to go to MyBucky. I trust them. But you don't have to take my word for it. Check them out for yourself. Join now. MyBookie will offer you a 50% deposit bonus to make sure you have a nice bankroll for Super Bowl season. Use promo code HEAVEN25 when you deposit to activate the offer. That's promo code HEAVEN25 at MyBookie. You play. You win. You get paid. You get
1: paid. At MyBookie. All right. Uh, Defense side of the ball.
0: Um... They don't separate edge and interior D-line. Please fix that, Jim Nagy. I hate it. So, looking at the defensive tackles first. In the north, we have Ronell Wren from Arizona State, Kalen Saunders from Western Illinois, Daylon Mack from Texas A&M, Greg Gaines from Washington, in the south, Gerald Willis from Miami, Isaiah Buggs from Alabama, Kingsley Kiki from Texas A&M, and Dontavious Russell from Auburn. In the north, we talked about
1: Wren. Yeah, that's the guy in the group I am personally most excited Watching seeing.
0: that power, watching watching yeah, yeah. seeing if he's added more to his pass rush game other than power would be fun. Saunders is the small school guy who can do a backflip and is gonna be really athletic and quick. Greg Gaines. Greg Gaines is just a throwback defense. seeing if he's draftable is kind of what
1: it's gonna be fun to watch him there just because it's great games. Yeah, and then Daylon Mack's interesting right. right?
0: Mack lit up the East West Shrine game. He's a former five star clock like. He's dude. a nose tackle like a NFL nose tackle. Six
1: foot, three thirty five. Like think I think he's
0: gonna get himself drafted in like the fourth, fifth, fifth round probably. Um seeing if he's got more than just being a space eating nose tackle will be interesting. Yep. Uh, and it's nice that he's a senior bowl, or a Shrine Game call up. And then the South, we talked about Jarrell Willis, gap shooting, pass rusher. He could have a really
1: big week, yeah.
0: And, and we haven't really talked about Isaiah Bugs from Alabama yet. And he's a guy who can solidify himself, I think, as a second round pick.
1: Do you think uh, the big thing for Bugs is to see what position he's going to be in the NFL?
0: Is he a three tech? Is he a five tech? Is yeah. he.
1: Well, potential one, I guess. Yeah. Like, I want to see what he comes in at because he's 6'4, 295. Um.
0: I think he's, he plays with a lot of power, really good leverage. I don't think he's the most athletic guy in the world. Mm-hmm. He wins with strength uh, and hand use and leverage. Um, but, yeah, so seeing, seeing uh, what he can do against a guy like uh, Jenkins, power versus power, will be fun. Uh, Kingsley Kiki's kind of the tweener of five-tech, um, three-tech, and... Because Mac played a lot of like true nose at A and M, yeah. and Kiki played a lot of five tech. Um, so seeing that, and then Dontavius Russell's and Russell Gaines and Mac are all just true nose tackles. Like, like I don't think Russell is going to add that much as a pass rusher. And whether or not he's drafted, I think will have to do with a lot of what he shows as a pass rusher mm-hmm. in Mobile. Uh, Jumping to defensive ends, in the north we have Charles Omihu from Texas, Zach Allen from Boston College, Byron Covert from Maryland, John Kaminsky from Charleston, LJ Collier from TCU. Uh, In the south we have Montez Sweat from Mississippi State, O'Shane Ziminez from Old Dominion, Anthony Nelson from Iowa, and Jalen Ferguson from Louisiana Tech, and Jonathan Ledbetter from Georgia, and Carl Granderson from Wyoming.
1: Interesting group overall.
0: Yeah. I like that in the in the north we have Omnihu and Zach Allen, and then in the south we get Sweat and Zimney's. Like as the those are the four biggest names, but you also have like
1: like Howard's going to be interesting to see.
0: Yeah, it. former five star, yeah. and then Nelson and Ferguson are guys who can I think yes potentially be day two picks.
1: Yeah, Nelson. I think this is a big week for Anthony. I like
0: Nelson a lot. He's six six, like two seventy, really powerful. Yeah. Not the greatest edge bender, but a really smart run defender too. Like he can be a starting defensive end in the NFL. The big
1: question for Ferguson is uh, does that production stand up? I See, I don't
0: like him that much, but you're seeing some first-round hype with him.
1: 45, you know, the career sack record, right? Yeah. So, But yeah, the, the big question is does his production level uh yeah, up was, with, with the talent level, right? It,
0: it, yeah, and for Zach Allen and Anthony Ellison, it's, I think, going to be about seeing how athletic they are because they are both technically sound really strong big guys, but seeing they don't bend that much and seeing what they can do as true pass rushers.
1: Ledbetter... Uh, I
0: don't know. is just a solid football yeah. player. Like you're gonna, he's gonna be a day three pick. He defends the run well. Doesn't add that much as a passer. So he's just a fine run down rotational defensive lineman I who can play kind of all over.
1: Granderson's definitely more interesting though.
0: Granderson, I think, could help himself a lot because former running back, big six <laughs> five, yeah. like two sixty, big and athletic, um, super raw. So seeing what he adds there. Uh, Kaminsky's an interesting guy who dominated at Charleston, who's uh, got nice size and athleticism, so seeing him against the smaller school guys. Mm-hmm. And Collier's uh, just, he's kind of like the North's version of Ledbetter. Like, he's just a f- solid football player who can kind of move around yeah. on your defensive line and be a rotational guy, potentially. But I'd say the biggest unknown of the group is Covert from Maryland. Just because yeah. he was the nor- went to Auburn as the number one prospect out of high school and yep. transferred to Maryland and played pretty well this year but you know, like just I'm excited he's there that's a the to get um, just because this group's really interesting outside of Omni who Zach Allen Sweat and Ziminez who are you most excited to see and um, who do you think will do the most from them for themselves like do you do you think Jalen Ferguson's for real I don't know I think the first round hypes too much no matter what but like I'm I think I'm much lower on him than some I, people. I think he's like a fourth round pick. To answer your
1: question, I think it might be Anthony Nelson.
0: Yeah. I I, I agree.
1: To both of your questions, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. <laughs> I think so too. Ferguson is gonna be is interesting though, like we like we just
0: talked about. Uh, okay, linebackers. There's so many. In the North, Jermaine Pratt from NC State, Ben Bannegut from TCU, he should be an edge. Yep. Jalen Jelks from Oregon, he should be an edge. Dre Greenlaw from Arkansas, Drew Tranquil from Notre Dame, Tavon Coney from Notre Dame, Chase Hansen from Utah, and Cam Smith from USC. In the South, we got Bobby Okereke from Stanford, Terrell Hanks from New Mexico State, David Long from West Virginia, Deshaun Davis from Auburn, Jerry Green from Mississippi State, and Otero Lacker from Texas A&M. So,
1: first off, I think we're going to see Jelks and Banegu rushing the passer as well.
0: Yeah, let's talk about them first as yeah. their own little thing. Because they're they're guys who are... Banegu is a true edge at TCU. Jalen Jelks played five-tech at Oregon, which was shitty for him because he was clearly an edge. He's 6'6", 245. I think he can do a ton for himself. Because, you know, physically he is there. It just he had a poor season. He played a shitty – like, Oregon put him in a poor position for his draft stock. Yeah. Um, So if he eats it up, like, he could really shoot up and be a – because I think he went from a potential first-round hype guy to, like, is he even a day-two pick? So I think a big week could help him was that day 2 pick and if he blows up the combine.
1: Definitely. I, I don't know if I expect it, though. But. No, no, I, I
0: don't. I'm I just know. saying that. It that, could, that. definitely. Uh, Banigou... I think Banigou's just a solid edge. Yeah. I don't think he lived up to what I would... Uh, because I was high on Getting him entering the year. Uh, and I think seeing it, how his bend is because he's a stiff guy around the edge, that'll be important. Um, the linebackers as a whole in the north, we talked about Pratt. Pratt's I, the guy, yeah. I, like, he's, he's far away the best. Greenlaw and Tranquil are interesting to me. Both athletic, both tranquil, former safety. Both athletic guys, um, both high energy guys. Seeing how they hold up um, in coverage and and just like I've seen some day two hype for both of them. Can they be starting off ball linebackers in the NFL? I think that like just because. Tavon Coney, to me, is a two-down run stuffer. Yeah. Cam Smith, same idea. I yeah. wouldn't take either of those guys before the fourth, Hansen's fourth, fourth round. Han- Hanson's a former safety as well, but he's more of like, I think he'll be a special teams ace. Um, a white
1: special teams, athletic. Athletic linebacker, yeah, yeah. yeah. we know where he's yeah, But there.
0: Tranquil and Greenlaw are the guys who can do the most for themselves in uh, that.
1: South side of the ball, uh, Bobby Wicariq is a guy I've liked for a long time.
0: Yeah, you're, you're h- higher on him than I am.
1: Just a guy that I think is a, just a really... Athletic athletic and just a sound football player like if you've watched any Stanford games the last couple of years he seems to be the one making all the plays on defense so watching him there is going to be fun uh, we talked about Terrell, Terrell Hanks. Hanks see I, in, I, in this group he can do the most for himself could he have a Darius Leonard type of league
0: that's interesting ooh
1: Cause or, or, yeah I mean he, I it's almost. potential right yeah
0: uh, David Long's Undersized, smart. Like he was, like the only productive West Virginia defender. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So that uh, Deshawn Davis is a classic run it's stuffer. Like 20 years ago, he could have been a first round pick. Big. I don't think um, he's athletic enough now to be more than a day three pick. But he's really smart and really violent. I like. I don't have a big grade on him, but I enjoyed like of guys with not great grades. He was the one I like watching the most. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Green's kind of an edge. Off-ball tweener. I don't think there's a lot there. And Alaka, I don't like at all.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Alaka.
0: Yeah. Um, cornerbacks in the north, we have Amani Oruwari from Penn State, Chris Boyd from Texas, Iman Marshall from USC, Jordan Brown from South Dakota State, Corey Ballantine from Washburn, and in the south, Rocky Sin from Temple, Sheldrick Redwine from Miami, Isaiah Johnson from Houston, Lonnie Johnson from Kentucky.
1: Interesting group as a whole.
0: Just length, yeah. Like Amani, Chris Boyd, Iman Marshall, uh, Rocky Sin, Sheldrick, Robone, Isaiah Johnson, and Lonnie Johnson are all s- potentially six foot plus, plus.
1: and expected to be. Yeah, um, we talked about a lot of them already. Amani
0: is to me by far the best there. <laughs> But Rakiusen, we talked about, could do the most for himself. I think Chris Boyd kind of is what he is. We both like him, but he's not yeah. going to... He's just a he's good, football, just a good player. football player. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's going to be a day two pick. You said he liked Jordan Brown. I do. I think he's a smooth mover. Not that physical. And he doesn't like to tackle, but he moves really well. Uh, I think he could be like um, an off uh, an off zone type corner in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, and Redwine's a guy who I I liked as a safety, and he's coming in there as a corner. So that's interesting. Six one one ninety five, I think. Long, athletic, mean for a corner. If he's a corner, he's a physical for a corner. Uh, he could do a ton
1: for himself. So could Isaiah Johnson and Lonnie Johnson. Because they're both listed over 6'3".
0: And Isaiah Johnson is a former receiver. Lonnie Johnson's a guy who's really catching on late for Kentucky this year. Um, And just jumping back to the north, Iman Marshall is a guy who we've heard about for years. And he was a very solid football player for USC. Yeah. And I think he's a technically sound guy. He's not going to test all that well, but
1: he's... It feels like Marshall went from being really overrated to underrated a
0: bit. Yeah.
1: Like, I think he's going to be a
0: day three guy, and he could potentially be a starting corner in the NFL one day. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: And Corey Ballantyne's a big unknown out of Washburn, which I'm glad he's there, though, because...
1: It's pretty big, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, I can get it. And then, s- jump into safeties, in the north, Nasir Adderley from Delaware, Darnell Savage from Maryland, Marquise Blair from Utah, and Will Harris from Boston College in the south, Juan Thornhill from Virginia, Jonathan Abram from Mississippi State, Jaquan Johnson from Miami, Mike Edwards from Kentucky, Darius West from Kentucky, and Kyrie Willis from Michigan State.
1: The whole Kentucky se- secondary should have just been there.
0: Yeah, I don't With know. Beatty Bay- 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 should have been. I know.
1: Yeah, just throw Beatty in. Uh, who's also 6'2". We, we've talked uh, ad nauseum about Nazir Adderley. He's going to be really interesting to watch. You talk a lot about Darnell Savage. Yeah,
0: one of my favorites. Um, Marquise Blair in the North is kind of the guy I think can do the most for himself because he's partially, like, he's not a hyped guy, but he's a solid football player with length. He's 6'2". Mm-hmm. Uh, he's active versus the run. He's got uh, some fluidity to him. With Will Harris from Boston College, I think he's just, like, he'll make his money on special teams. He's just a hitter. The South overall is a pretty good group, too. Like
1: I think Thornhill could have a big week.
0: Like, Thornhill, Adderley, and Savage. But Abram's also in that group to me. I think Jonathan Abram, uh, he's... I mean, we saw first-round hype for him today.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, I don't believe that. Like, I don't think that's where he goes. I think he's a day-two
1: pick. But he's super violent. He's the, more the box guy, and, and
0: he's violent and aggressive in coverage. Like I think he has the athleticism, but he's just overly aggressive in coverage at times. He likes to take people's heads off. He's Carl Joseph to me. Uh, Jaquan Johnson from Miami is just a fine football player. Like I don't. He did the hype. He didn't have the year he was supposed to have, but yeah. like he does re- remind me of um, uh, Sean Gibson. Like, he's just, he can play strong or free. Solid. He's not like a great athlete, but he's fine. He's just a solid football player, he's a good tackler. Mike Edwards is like an overhang guy who can play. He's like a workman. Like, yeah. Like, launch pail type of DB. Darius West could be kind of the guy in the South that isn't talked about much, but because he is. Six one two ten. He's a really strong tackler. It'll be about athleticism for him. And then Kyrie Willis, I didn't really like. like I, I think he'll he'll be a special teams guy. Mm-hmm. But overall, like Adderley, Savage, Thornhill, and Abram are day one, day two group. Blair, Jaquan Johnson, Mike Edwards could be starters down the road in the NFL. I think. And West, Will Harris, and Willis are kind of... Special teams. Special teams. But West has a little more upside, I think. Yeah. That, that's everything. Wow. Hopefully they don't add any more people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll do another podcast for the extra add-ons.
1: Yeah.
0: Add, uh, add Derek Beatty to respect to Kentucky, maybe.
1: It's kind of fucked up that he's not there.
0: And And he's the one who had, like, the most hype. Yeah. Um... Also add Devon Hoziegbo The Nebraska running back
1: He could they're, they're short Aren't they
0: They have six running backs Two fullbacks
1: Stop Stop bringing fullbacks
0: The Wesco was a smart one Because he's a tight end And they just make him Play fullback yeah. Like if you're going to Bring one that's Engel Just yeah, Wisconsin I don't know I
1: don't know
0: Anyway, that's going to do it for us here at 7 Rounds in Heaven. I hope you enjoyed our Senior Bowl preview special. Next week, we will break down everything we saw at the Senior Bowl, so that will be a lot of fun too. Uh, you can follow AJ on Twitter at AJMarchese13. You can follow me at RobPaulNFL. You can follow Armchair at ACLAmericans and at ArmchairNFL. Uh, go to ArmchairAllAmericans.com. You can look at my East-West Shrine game guide that's now out- outdated. not
1: nope. Kind of. It depends of. when well, this podcast comes yeah, out. Yeah,
0: and then... You can, uh, hopefully the day after you listen to this, my senior bowl guide will be up.
1: Watch the East West Shrine game, too, if this is up for a particular...
0: Yeah, any final words? No. Nothing about baseball?
1: No, I thought you had something this week.
0: Get the fuck off my mound.
1: <laughs> Goodbye, alligator.